0: Welcome to the Seed of Life Church Houston social media church broadcast. I'm Pastor Ellis Stelly. On behalf of my wife Charlotte and our children Jaden and Naomi and the anointed people of Seed of Life Church Houston, we welcome you to Seed of Life lifelines. Let's have a word of prayer and get right into the message. Father God, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you, sir, for all that you're doing in this ministry and all that you're doing through this broadcast. We thank you, Father God, for all the signs, wonders, and miracles of God that you're going to do today for these, your people. And I pray, Father God, in Jesus Christ's holy name, that you would think through my mind and speak through my lips, and that your word would come forth unhindered and unchecked by any outside or opposing force. We give you praise in advance for doing it today. In Jesus' name, Amen. Well, welcome to the Seed of Life Lifelines social media church broadcast. And today on the broadcast, we're going to be talking about something that's very important about what we're going through with this situation with the coronavirus and the COVID-19 status that we're currently in. And that is understanding the anointing of exemption. When I talk about exemption in in this program and when I talk about the things that the Holy Spirit would do through his ministry, I don't want you to misconstrue that as to believing that because we're exempt and because we've been redeemed, it means that we operate irresponsibly and don't take proper precautions. And we don't practice social distancing and, or strategic seating. We want you to do everything within your power to stand and be safe and be healthy. But at the same time, we want you to know what the word of God has to say about our current situation in Jesus name. So turn with me in your Bible. So let's look at it. We're talking about the anointing of exemption through Jesus Christ. And when we talk about the anointing, we're talking about the spirit of the living God covering a person, place, or thing for the purposes of God and to bring forth the blessing power of God in the earth. So let's look at it. First stop, we're going to go to, we're going to talk about the anointing, first of all. Look at Isaiah chapter 10, verse number 27. The Bible says, And it shall come to pass in that day that his burden shall be taken away from off of thy shoulder, his yoke from off of thy neck, and the yoke shall be destroyed, because of the anointing praise the Lord the anointing of the Holy Spirit and his ministry is to be a burden-moving yoke-destroying anointing for your life and God a man has designed us to live in 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 commune with him through the power of the Holy Spirit that's continuing the ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ here in the earth another thing you have to understand about the anointing that the anointing of the Holy Spirit brings freedom and exemption. The Bible says in Romans 4, verse 17, that where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. So that's a freedom that comes along with knowing who you are in Christ and being covered by His Spirit and having the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit refathering you on the inside of your innermost being, making you a child of God. We need that anointing. Amen. Another thing that we're going to look at today is that if Jesus needed the anointing of the Holy Spirit, you need the anointing of the Holy Spirit operative in your life. Let's look at it. Jesus had it operating in his life and in his ministry. And over there in Luke chapter 4, Luke chapter 4, verse number 18, I'll begin to read. Now, it's very important that you understand that the Holy Spirit has a ministry. One of his ministries is to empower and equip and enable the believer to live at the level of his privilege and also do the works of god this anointing is needed in the time that we live in because god is going to show through this teaching that this is the church's finest hour praise the lord over there in luke chapter 4 verse number 18 the bible says jesus taught and he said the spirit of the lord is upon me because he had anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He had sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised and to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Now, I just tell you folks that if Jesus Christ needed to be anointed as a man, hallelujah, in this earth to do the works of God, you need that same anointing to experience the full blessing of Christ here in this earth. Let's go over to Acts chapter three, verse 26. I'm going to show you that if Jesus Christ needed the anointing of the Holy Spirit operative in his own ministry and in his own life, you need that anointing operative in your life. The anointing of the Holy Spirit is comes by way of Jesus Christ's death, burial and resurrection for the purpose Of making the blessing power of God manifest and you need to know this because it's a part of your inheritance it's a part of your portion and it's the way that you can live an exempt free life from every plot plan and scheme of the devil let me show you God sent Jesus to bless us let's look over there at Acts chapter 3 verse 26 Acts chapter 3 verse 26 Here's what the Bible says, under you first, God, having raised up his son, Jesus, sent him to bless you and turning away every one of you from from his iniquity. So when Jesus came, he came into the earth to bring the blessing power of God in that blessing power. of God is different anointings: an anointing for healing, an anointing for health. An anointing for increase and an anointing for wealth. The anointing is the life, nature and ability of God unto us to give us the life that God intended for us to have. And God sent Jesus to bless us and a part of that blessing anointing is the anointing of exemption. Amen and amen. So we're going to look at that today uh, and, and how we can live free of this thing that's currently, uh, you know, got everybody in fear, got everybody, you know, walking uh, in unbelief, I want you to know that you're anointed. I want you to know that you have an anointing upon your life that exempts you from everything that's coming against this world if you have a relationship and a blood-bought covenant relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God. You know, over there in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, we are talking about the anointing. Jesus taught and he said that after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, you shall receive power. That power is a supernatural enablement of the spirit of God that you can walk as the head and not the tail above only not beneath in this earth and you can go free of all the darkness and all the sickness and disease that's coming against the, the world right now at this time. And God needs you, the anointed people of God, to have his word, amen, in their heart, full of faith, where there'll be no fear. Praise God. So that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about understanding the anointing of exemption through Jesus Christ. Turn with me in your Bibles. just as you get started. You know, we've looked at the anointing and that there is an anointing and that Jesus Uh, had to be anointed, and we know that, amen, we need to be anointed, amen. So let's look at it in the Word of God. Let's go to Galatians chapter 3. Galatians chapter 3, we're talking about the anointing of exemption, and we're going to go over some exemption scriptures. These scriptures have always been in the Bible. This is nothing new, but I hope to God that you get a, a, a revelation of what you have in Christ and see these things as they are written in the word of God. Amen. We say this every week. We want you to take some good notes, get your pencil and paper out so you can meditate over these things uh, later because the things that we're talking to you about today are supernatural things. These things won't, amen, uh, minister to your, your natural intellect, but it'll minister to your spirit, man. Amen and amen. Look at Galatians chapter three, verse number five. The Bible says, he therefore that ministered to you the spirit, that's the anointing. And work it miracles among you, do it he it by the works of the Lord, by the hearing of faith. Even as Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness, know ye therefore that they which are of faith the same are the children of Abraham. And the scripture, foreseeing that God would justify the heathen through faith, preached before the gospel unto Abraham, saying, In thee shall all nations be blessed. So then they which be of faith are blessed with faithful or believe in Abraham. Praise God. Now, I want you to go back up there and I want you to see it, that the spirit of God that I'm speaking to you today about, the anointing of exemption, can be ministered to you. And as you receive the word of God by faith, that same anointing will be activated in your life. And God's going to bring revelation light to you on how you should be operating at this time. Drop down over there. Let's go down to verse number 13 of Galatians chapter three, and we'll see where we've been redeemed. In Galatians chapter three, verse 13, the Bible says Christ, the anointed one and his anointing has redeemed us from the curse of the law being made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on the tree. Here's the reason why. That the blessing of Abraham may come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Now, when I say uh, uh, Christ, the anointed one, and his anointing, Jesus' last name wasn't Christ. Christ was who he was. He was the anointed one. He was the chosen one. Praise God. And so when I say uh, Christ, the anointed one, uh, and in his anointing, amen, we're talking about the spirit of God that was upon Jesus and that that which he was anointed with with power to do the works of God here in this earth. And we are children of God, and amen, we're believers, amen, of the word of God. So therefore, we're blessed, amen, with faithful or believe in Abraham. Look, look let me show you this. Look at verse number 26, Of Galatians chapter 3 the Bible says this for you are all children of God by faith in Christ Jesus for as many of you have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ amen as many of you have been baptized into Christ the anointed one in his anointing has put on Christ that same anointing amen glory to God there is neither Jew nor Greek and there's neither born nor free there's neither male nor female for you're all one in Christ Jesus. And if you be Christ's, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. And we need to see that we need to see that is, it is through faith that the anointing of the Holy spirit comes upon our life. It is through faith that the anointing of the Holy spirit empowers and enable us to do the works of God in the earth. And it is by faith in the blessing power of God that the anointing of exemption can be activated and manifest in our life in Jesus' name. Let's go a little further. Let's look at it a little bit. I want you to say say a few things before we get too far gone. In this great moment that we have, that we've come upon, now more than ever, the church, the people of God, must embrace the supernatural power, watch this, of God's word and God's spirit. We need to embrace the Word of God from a supernatural perspective because His Word brings us supernatural wisdom. Amen. While everybody else is walking in fear, while everybody else, uh, you know, are are not, you know, uh, governing themselves accordingly, according to the Word of God, we, because we got the faith of God and because we're anointed, can walk in this earth without fear because we have the wisdom of God from his word. Another thing we have to embrace is the spirit of God, the Holy Spirit's ministry at this time. Amen. Because it is his spirit that brings us his supernatural ability. Amen. The supernatural glory to God is God's spirit coming on your natural life, making you a supernatural being glory to God. Amen empowering us to walk in what I, what the bible calls zoe life life like god intended it amen glory to god jesus spoke about zoe life in the bible look at john chapter 10 verse 10 in john chapter 10 verse 10 jesus talked about this life like god intended it he said this now understand we need the anointing of christ in our life if we're going to live at the level of our privilege if we're going to be the head not the tail above only not beneath And be exempt from the things that are coming on the world. We need to know who we are in Christ. And we need to know that we're anointed. Glory to God. Look what Jesus said about this Zoe life, the life, nature, and ability of God. Look at John chapter 10, verse 10. He said this. He said, the thief cometh not but for to, to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly amen see he came not only that we be saved but that we can have the life like god intended for us to have with power here in this earth so that we can live an exempt life glory to god the word of god you got to understand this and you got to have this in your thinking the word of god is 66 books of supernatural word seed amen Glory to God. Supernatural word seed. That's what it is. Glory to God. And to the degree that you put it in your heart, amen, you will have received, watch this now, the supernatural power of God for your life. Jesus said this about the word of God. He said it in amen. In John 6, 63, he said, the words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. That's the kind of life that God wants you to have. And that's the anointing that God wants you to operate in in this time. Amen. So we're going to look at these things from, from that perspective and we're going to look at uh, the message that we're talking about today concerning the anointing of exemption. Amen. Now, one of the things you're going to have to do Amen, before we get started is get an understanding. Proverbs 4 verse 7 says, "Above all you're getting, get thee an understanding. Amen. And I want you to know something, Saints. This, I believe it with all my heart, is a season a prayer and a season of the Holy spirit. This is that time. This is the season that God has ordained for us, mandated it supernaturally that we be people of prayer and people who will operate in the power of the Holy ghost to break the devil's power in the earth and command this demonic spirit called coronavirus to be broken in Jesus name and to pass from the face of the earth. Amen. Glory to God. Listen to me. I believe with all my heart, amen, that this is the church's finest hour and in order for us to live, amen, at the level of our privilege and be the head not the tail at this hour and protect our loved ones and our families and become the priest of our homes, we're going to have to know who we are according to the word of God. Let me say this, and I'm not trying to offend anybody, but listen to this, you were never designed to live here in this earth apart from the word of God. Try it, and you'll be struggling. I know it. If you're trying to live your life apart from the Word of God, I guarantee you'll have struggle in your life. Amen. The only way to live a supernatural life is to live according to the Word of God, and the Word of God has the anointing in it. And so in order to live an anointed life, you're going to have to be full of the Word of God. Praise God. I believe with all my heart that this is the church's finest hour. Why? Because the world is in desperate need at this moment for what we have right now, and that is the anointing. Glory to God. The world needs at this very moment that which we and we only have, and that is the anointing of exemption for our life and for those who favor and respect us. Amen. That blood coming at right can be extended to them, and it's written in the Bible. Let's go. First stop, talking about the anointing of exemption, Let's go to Isaiah chapter 60. I'm going to show you through the word of God that this anointing, the anointing of exemption, is in the word of God and is there for a reason. Praise God. It's there for us to know about it. Hallelujah. And over there in Isaiah chapter 60, hallelujah, verse number, let's start at, um, let's start at verse number one. This is a picture of where we are right now. And if we operate properly in the Holy Spirit, the power of the living God will come on the scene and make himself known and anoint his people with power to eradicate the coronavirus right out of the earth. Here's what the Bible says right here about us. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 60, verse one, arise, shine for thy light is come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For behold, watch this now, the darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness to people. That's where we are right now. It's a dark day in the earth. Amen. Darkness all over every world economy. But look what the Bible says. Amen. He says, uh, but the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. Glory to God. The glory of God Is the spirit of God with power to make known his goodness in the earth. Glory to God. And that's what the Bible says. But his glory shall be seen upon thee. Look what he says. Verse number three. I told you they need what we got. And the Gentiles shall come to thy light. Gentiles are those without a covenant with God. And the Gentiles shall come to thy light and the kings to the brightness of thy rising. Praise God. Hallelujah. Listen, I got a newsflash for you. In this season of prayer and the power of the Holy Ghost, the next move of God to take care of this coronavirus and every other virus that's going to come after it is going to be orchestrated by the people of God. Amen. By every day praying, believing, blood, covenant, Amen. Blood bought believers are going to usher in this next move of God to break the devil's power from over the face of the earth. And I got a word on it. Amen. Glory to God. Because because we got this anointing of exemption on us when we speak and when we pray and when we invoke the blood covenant power of Jesus, the spirit of God is going to carry out everything we ask him to in Jesus name. And that's why every believer ought to be excited at this time that the church is entering into its finest hour when every blood believer and the people of God are going to demonstrate the devil's defeat in the earth in Jesus' name. Let me show you what the Bible says. Let's go to 2 Chronicles. Praise God. Now, we're moving a little bit fast today, but hey, amen. You go to our website. We're going to upload the scriptures, and you can download those. Praise God, the notes from this, this teaching. If you need to praise God. Look at Second Chronicles chapter 7. And uh I'll start reading. Praise God. Second Chronicles chapter 7. Hallelujah. I'll start reading in verse number 13. Now understand, I believe that this coronavirus is right from the pit of hell. It is a demonic spirit operating through the hand of the devil. Amen, it did not come from God, but I want you to know something, even if it did come from God. God has left us an answer on how to break its power, amen, and receive breakthrough according to his word. Look at 2 Chronicles chapter 7 verse 13. The Bible says, if I shut up heaven, if I shut up heaven, that there be no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land or if I send pestilence, you know, sickness and disease among my people. Here's what God said. If my preachers, is that what he says? No, that's not what he says, Pastor. If my evangelists, is that what he says? No, that's not what he says. If my television ministers, no, that, that's not what he says. If the bishop in the and the reverend doctor and those with degrees in religious philosophy and PhDs, if they know, that's not what he said. Hear what the word of the Lord said. Now, thank God for all the fivefold ministers. We're not disrespecting that. We're not coming against that. I want you to see clearly who this word was written for and who the, the supernatural mandate has been placed upon so that the anointing of the Holy Spirit can flow and that the whole world, because of this group of people I'm about to tell you about right now, if they begin to pray, God said he'll do some things. So here's what he said in uh second Chronicles chapter seven, verse 14. He said, if my people glory to God, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray, and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and forgive their sin and heal their land. Glory to God. Honey, you can't put this one on the preacher. Glory to God. You can't put this one, amen, on your pastor's back. You can't put this one on the televangelist's back. You can't put it on the uh, uh, well-known TV minister's back. This thing will only be broken when the people of God begin to pray, knowing who they are, being filled with faith and anointed for this hour. Glory to God. Praise God. God said, to my people who are called by my name, you know, if they humble themselves and pray, then will I hear from heaven? And then will I hear the land? I'm telling you, I believe it with all my heart. This is a season of prayer and the power of the Holy Ghost. Let's look again at the anointing. Now, the anointing. It is the spirit of God coming, coming upon a person, place or thing to empower them to do the supernatural works of God in the earth through Jesus Christ, the anointed one and his anointed. Hear me when I say this. If Jesus Christ is your Lord and King, you have a right to be free from every plot, plan and scheme of the devil. And any plague or any sickness and disease and any form of the curse must bow its knee to you because you are anointed of Christ. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Including coronavirus. Praise God. Let's look at it. Let's look at it in the word of God. Look at Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter 10. Praise God you got to see that you've been anointed with power. You've got to see that you have the authority of God to be exempt here in this earth. You are, you're going to have to uh, know who you are in Christ and stand up and use your authority and open up your mouth and say what God has said at this hour. If you want your family to be free, if you want your loved ones to be free, if you want your neighborhood to be free, God is looking for you. He's looking for watchmen who will stand anointed and say what his word says. Here's what the word of the Lord says in Luke chapter 10, verse number. Let's look at verse 19. Jesus spoke and he said this. He said, behold, I give unto you power to trade on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Now you got to understand that's working 24 hours a day, but the devil don't want you to know that that is a scripture passage that has the exemption anointing on it when you know and understand Luke 10:19 that Jesus Christ has given you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions those things that are intended to hurt you from the demonic realm and over all the power of the enemy not some of the power of the enemy but all of the power of the enemy amen glory to god and nothing shall by any means hurt you you have just been exempt from the coronavirus and any other thing that the devil would bring to your door in Jesus' name. you got to believe that, praise God. You've got to believe, amen, that God has exempt you through the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Glory to God. Now, understand what I'm, what I'm saying here. Understand this supernatural truth, amen, and work of the Holy Spirit, amen, and his ministry. you got to understand the Holy Spirit as a ministry. And if you give yourself over to the study of the word of God and you pray in this prayer season, glory to God, and ask the Holy Spirit to come in and show you these things, he'll bring revelation light to your life. Amen. And this supernatural truth that we're speaking about today, it will activate the anointing of exemption in your life and in the lives of your loved ones and all those who favor you and respect you. Glory to God. They'll go free because you serve God. Amen and amen. The Holy Spirit has a ministry. And over there in the Old Testament, we see this anointing of exemption manifesting over there. Let's go to uh, Exodus chapter 10. Over there in Exodus chapter 10, we see this anointing manifesting for the children of Israel. Now understand, these were blood covenant people. Amen. Glory to God, blood covenant people. Abraham was before the law. Amen. And because of that blood covenant, Amen, that what God promised, amen, Abraham, God, amen, said, I'm going to get them people out of there. Praise God. And uh, no matter what, amen, if you got a covenant with God, God is not going to allow anything, any oppression, any sickness and disease, and anything that the devil sent, amen, to your door to destroy you. Glory to God. Look at uh, Exodus chapter 10. Let's start at verse number, I'll start at verse number 21. The Bible says this talking about how God protected the children of Israel, Amen, from the plagues of Egypt. The Bible says this, and the Lord said unto Moses, stretch out thy hand toward heaven, that there may be darkness over the land of Egypt, even darkness, which may be felt. And Moses stretched forth his hand toward heaven. And there was a thick darkness in all the land of Egypt. Three days. They saw not one another, neither rose any from his place for three days. You know, they got us in the house right now. Praise God. But all the children, that three letter word, but the word, but cancels everything that was before it. It stops it and makes everything that was said before it suspends it. Glory to God. He said, but all the children of Israel had light in their dwelling. Even when the curse of darkness came on Egypt, in that dark hour, when people, darkness was so thick, you could cut it with a knife, glory to God, and people couldn't even see each other was so dark, they couldn't even uh, create a fire that, that the darkness wouldn't subdue. The Bible says, but there was light in all the dwellings of the children of Israel. I'm telling you, no matter how dark you get in the world, God said there's going to be light in his children's house. Praise God. Hallelujah. We got light. Glory to God. Amen and amen. The Holy Spirit's ministry, glory to God, is a blood covenant ministry to the believers of the Lord Jesus Christ. He comes to cover and exempt God's people from every form of judgment and the curse of the law. Amen. Let's let's define that word exemption exemption it has to do with the process of being made free from any unreasonable obligation or grievous liability amen it is synonymous with being granted immunity or release to be excluded from a thing of harm or grave danger even the coronavirus. Glory to God. Amen and amen. So God wants you to see that that you have, through the blood covenant of the Lord Jesus Christ, the blessing of exemption from every plot, plan, and scheme of the devil. That exemption is carried out in your life through the anointing. Glory to God. I come here to tell you that I'm on assignment to tell you that you're going to make it and that the anointing of the Holy Spirit of God is your way to stay free from every plot, plan, and scheme of the devil, including the coronavirus. Amen. As you stand in faith. Praise God. Hallelujah. I just believe God. I believe God didn't bring us all his way to let us die. Glory to God. I, didn't be, I don't believe that God brought me out of all the stuff that he brought me out of just so that I can perish. You got to make your claim, not die, but live and declare the works of God. And that's according to Psalms 118. Verse 17, you got to say it out of your mouth every day. Glory to God. You got to worship God every day and believe him for this exemption anointing to come on your life. Amen. The church is called to this moment. I know a lot of people are saying, well, you know, I, I really wish this thing would end. I'm telling you, we're called. This is going to be the church's finest hour. The people of God are praying like never before. The anointing of the Holy Spirit is being released in the earth through ministries that know God. Amen. And I'm telling you, the power of God is going to be revealed and we're going to have revival in this earth. And the whole earth is going to know who the true and living God is. And that is Jesus Christ, our Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. We've been called for this moment. Amen. Now, let's look at it again. I want you to see that this is line upon line, precept upon precept. And over there in Daniel, let's go there. There's another exemption passage that I want you to see. Daniel's one of the minor prophets. Praise God. You get past Jeremiah and all the rest of the musical. You ought to be coming up on Daniel. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. And I'm going to show you how this anointing works in a practical sense. And if it worked in one place for, for one person, it'll work for you. God's not a respecter of person. The Bible says in Acts chapter 10, verse 34, that God is not a respecter of person, but for every nation that fears him and does righteousness, they are accepted by him. Amen. So you can't say, well, that was in the old Testament. That was for Daniel. That was for the children of Israel. This Bible is for whosoever shall believe it. And if you can believe God, God will do whatever you believe him to do. Glory to God. Look at Daniel chapter, uh, chapter six, Daniel chapter six. I'm going to start reading right around verse 16. I'm going to summarize a little bit to help you out. Praise God. You know, over there, Daniel, uh, Praise God. He was a man of God. He had, amen, glory to God. He had favor with the king. And, you know, when you got favor, some people don't like it. And had a lot of people back then, they didn't like Daniel because Daniel prayed to the true and living God. And the Bible says all the presidents and all the counselors and governors, you know, they plotted and they planned and schemed against Daniel. Amen. So that he wouldn't be able to pray to his God. So they, they came up with this fake decree. They brought it before the king. The king didn't read it completely and he signed it not knowing that, amen, Daniel was a man of prayer. Amen. He knew Daniel served God continually, but he didn't know that they were plotting and planning against Daniel to stop him from praying. Isn't that just like the devil? Glory to God. Well, anyway, glory to God. In verse 16, uh, praise God. They told the king that uh, Daniel was still praying and that, uh, praise God, he wasn't obeying the decree. Glory to God. Now, understand you ought to obey the laws of the land, But when they come against the church to shut the church down to stop the church from praying and teaching the gospel, that's when you ought to protest. But just because they're asking you not to meet in the church building to keep you safe, that's no reason to protest. Glory to God. You need to be using wisdom. Glory to God and obey, amen, the the laws of the land. But here they, uh, they begin to plot against Daniel. The king signed the decree, and in verse 16, look what happened. The Bible says, then the king commanded, because he found out that Daniel wasn't obeying his decree, he commanded, amen, uh, then the king commanded, and they brought Daniel and cast him into the den of lions. Now the king spake and said unto Daniel, because, you know, after he found out it was Daniel, his heart was broken, he said, Daniel, thy God whom thou service continually, he will deliver you. I'm telling you, you ought to have a public witness that people know you serve God. I'm telling you, there's coming a time in the body of Christ when people will talk about the Lord Jesus Christ in the workplace, in the marketplace, amen, glory to God, in their homes, in their neighborhoods, at events, wherever they go, they're going to be witnessing Christ, and it's going to be a common thing, and that's the witness that people ought to have about you, that you serve your God continually. Glory to God. Amen. Amen, and so they did that. They put... It put Daniel in the lion's den, and it really bothered the king. So much so, in verse 18, the Bible said that the king stayed up all night fasting, amen, and and praying. He didn't want to hear no music. He was worried about Daniel. Glory to God, because Daniel had won favor with the king. Amen. And in verse 20, the Bible says, and when he came, the king woke up early the next morning. He ran to the lion's den. And verse 20 says, and when he came to the den, he cried with a lamentable voice unto Daniel, And the king spake and said to Daniel, O Daniel, servant of the living God, is thy God whom thou servant continually able to deliver you from the lions? And then Daniel said unto the king, O king, live forever. See, Daniel wasn't mad at the king. Glory to God. And in verse 22, he said this, my God has sent his angel and had shut the lions mouths that they have not hurt me. For as much as before him innocency was found in me, and also before thee, O king, I have done no hurt. Then the king was exceedingly glad for him and commanded that they should take Daniel up out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den, and no manner of hurt was found upon him. Glory to God, because, here it is, because he believed God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you serve God with your life, when you serve God with all your being, look what the Bible says, no hurt was found upon him because he believed God. I want to know, do you believe God today? That is the anointing of exemption. God, because Daniel served God continually and he was not afraid, God sent an angel to cover him, amen, with his spirit to protect him from the lions that were, man sent to eat his flesh. Glory to God. Amen and amen. I'm telling you, if God can protect Daniel and the lions, then he can protect you, praise God, from the coronavirus. Amen and amen. You have an anointing from Jesus Christ himself that has come upon you. And after you have received his spirit, amen, you shall receive power. That same power is on you right now. Glory to God. And you're going to have to activate it by faith and speak, amen, from a perspective of I'm being empowered by God and I am anointed. Glory to God. You ought to tell yourself that every now and then. I'm anointed. I'm anointed. I'm called for this moment and God needs me to speak right now in Jesus' name. Glory to God. that's how you got to see yourself. God knows how to stand watch over his people. And it's time for the supernatural blood covenant people of God to stand up and pray to break the devil's power from against the people of the earth. We have a better covenant. Here's another exemption scripture. Now, you've got to understand you've been exempt. You, you, you've been immune from this thing. If you operate in faith and believe it, Hebrews chapter 13, verse five and six, the Bible says Jesus said he promised never to leave us nor forsake us that we might boldly say, the Lord is our helper. Praise God. I shall not fear what man shall do unto me. God is helping us right now in this time. In your prayer closet, you ought to be praying for this nation. In in your prayer closet, you ought to be praying for the office of the president, whether you voted for him or not. And believe me, for me, that's more than a notion. You ought to be praying for the speaker of the house. You ought to be praying for our government. You ought to be praying the blood of Jesus over our economy. You ought to be praying the blood of Jesus over your neighborhood. You ought to be invoking the anointing of exemption for your loved ones. I, I say this every night. My wife is exempt. My son and my daughter they're exempt. My, all my mother's children are exempt. All my in-laws are exempt. My father-in-law is exempt. I'm telling you, you ought to, amen. The people of seed of life got the blood of Jesus over them and they're exempt wherever they go because we have an anointing. A part of our inheritance is the anointing of exemption. Glory to God. And the enemy can do us no harm. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, if that's true, it ought to be true in another place. Amen. Let's look at it. Amen. Let's look at it. You know the story about the three Hebrew boys. Let's look at that since we're over here in Daniel. Go to Daniel chapter three. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Daniel chapter three. And over there in verse number 16, hallelujah, of Daniel chapter three, I'm going to just summarize for the sake of time. You know, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they got thrown in the fiery furnace because King Nebuchadnezzar built an image that they wouldn't bow down and, and pray to. And so old Nebuchadnezzar called them boys in. Amen. They called him in, he called him in, and he said, Let me tell you something, uh, Daniel. Amen. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, uh, y'all gonna have to bow to this statue of mine, or y'all gonna get thrown in the fiery furnace. Amen. And you gonna burn today if you don't bow. And, and, you know, look look what Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said unto the king. He said, O Nebuchadnezzar, we're not careful to answer thee in this matter. If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of your hand, O king. Glory to God. I'm telling you, it's time for people, blood-bought people, to stand up, and say what they believe glory to God about what God is going to do is going to do in their life. God will do what you believe him to do. And I believe God that my whole family, my bloodline, all the people of seed of life and their loved ones glory to God. Everybody that favor me on my job will be protected. Glory to God. I release a man. The anointing of exemption through my blood covenant with the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's our position at this time in the earth. Glory to God. Well, you know the rest of it, Amen. Uh, King Nebuchadnezzar threw them in there, Amen. He threw them in there, and praise God. King Nebuchadnezzar was watching to see if they would burn, Amen. Glory to God. Watch this now. Look what happened. And uh, uh, so he commanded that they be thrown in, and you know the fire was so hot that the people that threw them in the fire got burned, Amen. And look over there at verse number 22, and I'll begin to read of Daniel chapter 3. He said, therefore, because the king's commandment was urgent the furnace, uh, and the furnace exceeding hot, the flame of the fire slew those men that took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down bound into the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. Then Nebuchadnezzar the king was astonished and rose up in haste. And spake and said unto his counselors, look what he said. Did not we cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? And they answered and said unto the king, true, O king. And he answered and said, lo, I see four men loosed, walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurt, and, and, and the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Glory to God. Honey, I'm telling you, no matter how bad it gets, no matter how strong this pandemic wants to come against this land, if you take up a position of faith and declare and decree the anointing of exemption from your blood covenant, glory to God, Jesus Christ himself will come down into this place, glory to God, and protect you from every plot, plan, and scheme of the devil. Let's read it. Let's let's look at it in Acts chapter 1. Verse eight Acts chapter one, verse eight. You've been exempt. He exempt them. He wouldn't even allow them to be burned. Their clothes didn't burn. You couldn't smell the smoke on them any longer because Jesus got down there in the fire with them and he made them to be exempt. Glory to God. Immune to the fire. He canceled, amen. The natural law of burning on their behalf. Glory to God. And he's going to do the same for us with this coronavirus and you got to have faith to believe that glory to god look at uh, acts chapter one verse eight look what jesus said jesus said this now i want you to see who said that this. this is why we turned to it jesus said this in acts chapter one verse eight he said but you shall receive power anointing after that the holy ghost has come upon you and you shall be witnesses under me both in jerusalem and in judea and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. Praise God. People are going to know that God's protecting you. I like to read it like this when I read it. Praise God. I like to read it like this. I, say, I like to read it. He says, but you shall receive power, after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me both in Houston, and in Beaumont, and in Baytown, and in Channelview." And in Crosby, glory to God. And in Port Arthur, glory to God. And in Austin and in Dallas and in Longview, Texas and in Lafayette, Louisiana and Port Barry, Louisiana and Opelousas, you're gonna be witnesses unto me that I am the God that can stand watch over his people. Glory to God, you've been redeemed and therefore you are exempt from this coronavirus. Praise God, hallelujah, glory to God. Now, God will do that for you if you believe him. God will do whatever you believe him to do. Praise God. And if you're not believing God at this hour, amen, you might be out of the will of God. You ought to wake up every morning saying, I belong to God. This thing can't touch me. Glory to God. You ought to wake up every morning saying that I am the seed of Abraham. Glory to God. I invoke my blood covenant rights as a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ against this thing. And the enemy can do me no harm. That's how how you ought to wake up every morning. I know I do. I wake up every morning saying, amen, I shall not die, but live and declare the works of God. Amen. You got to say it, and you got to become the priest of your home. You're going to have to become the person of prayer that God is looking for at this hour. Let's look at it. Amen. You got to tell yourself you belong to God because you do. Look at 1 John 5, 4. First John 5, 4, we're going to go hurriedly to a close. Praise God. But I need you to see that there is an anointing of exemption. Glory to God. Amen. There is an anointing of exemption, and you need to know about it. Praise God. Because if you don't know about it, amen, the Bible says in Hosea 4, 6, my people are destroyed because of a lack of knowledge. It didn't say because the devil was so big and bad. Amen. Glory to God. He said uh, they're destroyed because they don't know what, what is theirs. Amen. And you need to find out in this Bible what belongs to you. Praise God. And it don't have anything to do with religion. It don't have anything to do with your denominational tag. You belong to Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ love all his people. Glory to God. He loves the Catholics. He loves the Baptists. He loves the, the, the spirit filled believers. He loves the holiness, the sanctified church of God, church of God in Christ, church of Christ. Presbyterian Lutheran praise God word of faith no matter what your denominational tag is Jesus Christ if he's your Lord he loves you and you belong to him praise God hallelujah and it's time for the church to get that revelation amen first John 5 4 look what he says that's why we got to know who we are and that we belong to God he says for whosoever is born of God overcometh the world and this is the victory that overcometh the world and everything in it. Glory to God, including coronavirus, even our faith. You're going to have to operate in faith. Glory to God. You're going to have to wake up and say what God has said. If you're going to take on this anointing, if you're going to walk in supernatural power, if you're going to live supernaturally, you you need to begin to speak life. Glory to God. You need to begin to say what God has said. You need to wake up saying, I've been redeemed. You know what redeemed means? Let, let, Let me show you what it means. To be redeemed means to to be repurchased. Glory to God. You know, the Bible says in Acts 20, 28, that God uh, uh, died for the church and shed his own blood for it. Jesus was God come the flesh. Amen. Acts 20, 28. That's what it says. So amen. To be redeemed means that you've been repurchased. You're not the same person you used to be. And God knows the people who knew me growing up that day, that can't be uh, the person that we grew up with. I'm telling you, the people who knew me growing up and people who know me, amen, and all the stuff that I've been through in my life, they'll tell you, I I can't believe that's him. Glory to God. But I'm telling you, if you get a revelation of Jesus Christ, the blessing power of God will come on your life and transform your life and transform your thinking till people won't even be able to recognize you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I'm blessed coming in. I'm blessed going out. I'm telling you, I'm blessed, amen, and my whole household is blessed. Glory to God. Amen and amen. Look at this. To be redeemed means to be repurchased. It means amen to be free from distress or harm. It means to be uh uh eradicated from uh uh from any danger or harm. Amen. It means to overcome. Amen to be taken away from anything that's detrimental, to be freed from the consequences of sin. Amen. And, and another thing, it means that you have the victory over this coronavirus. Glory to God. You need to tell it every night, die in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. You need to invoke the blood covenant power of Jesus Christ against it and demand the anointing, the anointing of exemption to come into your house. Glory to God and keep you and your family. That's what you need to do. Glory to God. Because God has exempt you from it. Amen. To be redeemed also means to be rescued. It implies to be free from intimate danger. Amen. Glory to God, including the coronavirus. Hear me, child of God. God has redeemed you from the demonic plague that is operating in the hand of the devil right now called coronavirus. You've been redeemed. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. You've been redeemed. I, I, I can give you some exemption scriptures. Somebody asked me the other night, well, give me some scriptures on exemption. Those are the same scriptures you've been knowing all your life, but you've never seen through revelation knowledge that these scriptures exempt you from the thing that it's telling you about. Look at Exodus fifteen twenty-six. The Bible says that I am the God that healeth thee. Let's look at it. Look what God told him when he was bringing uh, blood-bought people out of bondage. Exodus fifteen twenty-six concerning sickness and disease i'm telling you if you do what the word of god said it'll make you exempt to what for from what what's killing other people glory to god amen if you believe god and you cry out to him amen god will bring you out of that thing look at exodus 15 26 this is what god told him look what he said hallelujah Verse number twenty-six, and he said, "If thou would diligently hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God, you got to be hearing from God at this hour, and obeying Him. If that thou would diligently hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God, and will give ear to His commandments and keep all His statutes, I will put none of these diseases upon thee which I have brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord that healeth thee. Glory to God." If you mean to tell me that if I just turn my face to the wall and start seeking God and and praying to him and talking with him and living according to covenant and believing the blood of Jesus is protecting me, God to keep me healed, praise God, then I'm exempt from sickness and disease. Glory to God. Another exemption scripture, Isaiah 53, verse five, it says that Jesus Christ. The anointed one in his anointing was wounded for our transgression. It was he was bruised for our iniquities and the chastisement of our peace was upon Christ. And by the, by his stripes, we are healed. That means that if we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and his death, bear, and resurrection and everything that he did on the cross, every sickness and disease that entered his body, it, it went on him that was due for us. That we're exempt for it, but when sickness and disease show up, you can just read sickness and disease, Isaiah 53, verse 5, and command that it leave your life. Glory to God. Yeah, you're going to have to open up your mouth and say some things if you're a person of faith. If you're a person of faith, you're going to have to speak. Glory to God. Look at 2 Corinthians. I know I don't have this scripture written down. I hope I get it right. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13. 2 Corinthians. Praise God. Chapter four, verse 13. Here's what the Bible says. If you're a person of faith, here's what you need to be doing. The Bible says this. Second Corinthians chapter four, verse 13. For we have in the same spirit of faith, according to as it is written, I believe and therefore I've spoken. We also believe and therefore we speak. Glory to God. If you say you got faith, you ought to be saying something at this hour against that coronavirus. I mean, you ought to talk back to that coronavirus just like you talk back to your wife. Glory to God. Amen. I say that the man ought to be the priest of the home. Glory to God. I mean to tell you, man, listen to me. If a burglar was breaking in your home to kill your family, would you send your wife to the door? No, you would get up out of that bed and go and apprehend him and, and, and make sure he don't leave that house alive. Glory to God. He won't leave my house alive. I guarantee you that. Glory to God. Amen. Well, the same is true. You got something more stronger than a burglar or a thief trying to break into your house. You got a demon spirit coming against your whole family, man. You ought to be on your face every night. Your family ought to hear you crying out to God for their protection because you love them. Amen and amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. So in another redemption, uh, exemption scripture is Revelation chapter uh, chapter 12, verse 11. Amen. It says they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. There it is. There's that speaking again. Well, what am I speaking? I'm saying to God, Father God, you said I'm exempt. You said that your blood covers the doorposts of my home. You said that I overcome this thing called coronavirus by the blood of Jesus Christ. I invoke blood covenant power right now for exemption in my life, for me and my family, for the people of Seed of life and all my loved ones in Jesus name. See, that's how you got to speak if you got faith. If you got faith, you better be releasing something at this time, because now's the time for us to claim our exemption in Christ and stand on the word of God. Another exemption scripture is over there in Isaiah 54, verse 17. You know the scripture, the Bible says, no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. And every tongue that rises up against us in judgment shall be condemned and proven wrong. Now understand this, coronavirus is speaking fear into people right now. It's using the media to do it. Glory to God. It's killing people. Amen. The witness of death is coming on the land. And so we got to open up our mouths as believers as believers, and condemn that thing and command that it quit speaking. Jesus name. You know what? The blood of Jesus speaks in heaven. And the blood of Jesus is saying that if you call on his name, he's going to do it for you. Amen. Glory to God. David knew something about it over there in Psalms 91 verse 7. David knew All about the exemption process he knew that he had a right to be exempt from plagues sickness and disease and even the attack of the devil look what David said in Psalms 91 verse 7 he said a thousand may fall at my side and ten thousand at my right hand but it shall not come near me why because David knew he was exempt glory to God he knew it he knew that God would protect him because he was God's anointed hear me child of God you or God's anointed? Glory to God. You got that same covenant that Abraham and David had, and you got something better than they got. You got the blood of Jesus over your life. Glory to God. Glory to God. You ought to wake up in the morning claiming your exemption. Claim your exemption according to Psalms 118 verse 17. The Bible says this, I shall not die, but live and declare the works of God. What are the works of God? That the miracle working power of God's word is being released through my voice. Amen. That the anointing of the Holy Spirit is coming forth through my voice in the mighty name of Jesus. And the people of God are going to go free because I'm praying. Listen to me, child of God. Listen to me. You have the authority and the right to claim your exemption. And according to the word of God, in Philippians 2, 5 through 11, the Bible says this. Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but took upon himself no reputation and was made in the likeness of man and being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross, wherefore God has highly exalted him and given him a name, which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus Christ, every knee shall bow, Of things in heaven, of things on earth, and of things under the earth. Even in the underworld, the the name of Jesus carries power. And I'm telling you something, even the name called coronavirus must bow its knee now to the name of Jesus when you invoke blood, covenant, power. Glory to God. Glory to God. Now listen, as I go to a close, I want you to understand you need to build your whole house up on this faith. I thank God for your listening. I know we took a little time today, but I thank God for your listening. And I want you to be aware that we are in a life and death battle with this coronavirus. And people who do not know their God, gonna, I mean, the Bible, I just listen. The Bible says in Daniel 11:32, 32, but the people that know their God shall be strong and do great exploits. I can deduce from that that if you don't know God, amen, you're going to have a hard time making it. Glory to God. You need to get to know God at this hour. You need to get under a good church, a good church ministry that's teaching the Bible, a church that believes in the power of the Holy Ghost, a church that believes in the miracle action, power of the word of God, a church that's preaching faith to encourage you. Amen. So that you and your family can live because if your household is not centered on Christ with all the problems that come in the house, glory to God, you better have Jesus in there. Glory to God. Look what the Bible says and we'll stop. Look at Matthew chapter seven, verse 24, Matthew chapter seven. Verse 24, and we'll stop. Wow, Pastor Stella, that's a whole bunch of scripture. Yeah, it is. Praise God. But it's some good stuff. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Matthew chapter 7, verse 24. Here's what the Bible says. Jesus spoke, and he said this. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken them unto a wise man, which built his house upon the rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house. And it failed not for it was founded upon the rock and everyone that heareth these things of mine and doeth them not shall be likened unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand and the rains descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house and it failed and great was the fall of it I want you to see in these passages of scriptures that he didn't say nothing about the woman. The man is the priest of the home. And if you're not standing for for your family right now at this time, amen, you might be building your house upon sand. But I believe in God right now as you hear his word that you'll be building your house from this day forward on the foundation of faith in the word of God and the power of the living God and the exemption anointing from Jesus Christ is going to come upon you and your whole family. Praise God. Today, if you need to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, all you got to do is repeat this simple prayer after me. Say this with me. Dear Lord Jesus, I know without you I'm lost. I know without you I would die and go to hell. Lord Jesus, I don't want to die and go to hell. I want eternal life and I want to live with you as my Lord and Savior. Today, I accept your death, burial, and resurrection from the grave for the forgiveness of my sins and I receive you as my Lord and Savior. I believe that you are the son of God. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I believe that you're coming again to get your church and your people. And I want to be with them in Jesus name. I receive you as my Lord and savior today. Amen. If you repeated that simple prayer, I believe you got born again. I believe you got saved. And I believe you're in the new family of God. Let's pray. I'm going to release the, the anointing of the Holy spirit for exemption for your home. Father God, in the mighty name of the Lord, Jesus. To all those who are listening to this broadcast today, I pray, Father God, for the power of the Holy Spirit in the anointing of Christ to go to them now and exempt them and cover them and keep them free from every sickness and disease and even of this demonic spirit called coronavirus. I invoke the sword of the Spirit of God right now to. Cut it from the hand of the devil, and I command the coronavirus to die in the name of Jesus. I release the power of the Holy Spirit to amen, to vanquish it from the face of the earth. In Jesus' name, Father God, we invoke the blood covenant power of Jesus' blood over the doorposts of everyone listening today. In Jesus' name, that their homes and their lives would be protected. In Jesus' name, And the death angel must pass over in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. My friends, I'm glad that you tuned in this week. Thank you so much for everybody who's making contact with us. And, you know, last week we had over 1,100 views on Facebook and many more on our YouTube channel. We thank you so much. Keep praying for us. We need your prayers, and we need you to be in agreement with us. Well, until next week, I'm Pastor Ellis Daly on behalf of my wife, Charlotte, and our children, Jaden and Naomi, and the people of Seed of Life Church, Houston. We're located at 13334 Wallace River, Houston, Texas. We say live supernaturally, speak life. See you next week.